Now, even if you don't fully understand the science, and I will be totally honest, I do not, um, most of us just have to look outside our windows to witness firsthand the dire consequences of climate change. Don't take it from me. Take it from environmentalist and America's weatherman, Al Roker. Ferocious tropical storms and floods, devastating wildfires and droughts, record-breaking heat waves and cold blasts. I will tell you, as somebody who has covered uh, weather on television for more than 45 years, we've never before witnessed such extreme climate events. And these are not happening just in our country. They are happening all around the globe and more frequently and more severe. Uh, scientists agree, credible scientists agree, that these events are a direct result of climate change and that climate change is rooted in human behavior. If we as a global community don't make the drastic changes today, kids who are born today will face a lifetime of climate disasters. Just in the last several years, just in the hurricanes that we've covered, the rapidly intensifying storms that just seem to go on and on, the wildfire seasons that don't end, it is time now for decisive action. We've got to try to stop or at least mitigate climate change to reduce extreme weather and most importantly, safeguard the future for our families and our planet. For more on extreme weather, Let's listen in to a conversation between David Biello and Vice President Al Gore at the Countdown Summit. What is extreme weather? Well, the extreme weather events we have been experiencing in recent years are caused in significant measure by all the man-made global warming pollution that we've been putting into the thin shell of atmosphere surrounding the planet. And that global warming pollution, according to the scientists, trapped heat because the earth gets its energy from the sun and then some of that heat is radiated back into space and infrared. There's a natural greenhouse gas layer that keeps temperatures within the boundaries that are ideal for the life that uh, has emerged here on earth. But by thickening that greenhouse gas layer with lots of CO2 from the burning of fossil fuels and methane and so forth, it traps a lot more heat. Uh, in fact, we're putting 162 million tons of it every single day using the sky as an open sewer. And the accumulated amount now traps as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 first-generation nuclear bombs going off every 24 hours. That's a lot of heat. And what that does is disrupt the water cycle. The wind patterns are, are different. The ocean currents uh, uh, are now being pushed in toward new patterns. Uh, and since weather is the result of climate patterns that have emerged over a long period of time, when the climate pattern is pushed out of its familiar shape, then the extreme weather events occur. So dry areas get drier, wet areas get wetter, and you just get so much more water in a shorter period of time. Yes, the, the, the extra heat that's trapped in the Earth system uh, evaporates a lot more water vapor off the oceans. This feeds atmospheric rivers that on average have as much water as 25 Mississippi rivers. And when they reach storm conditions that trigger a downpour, you get a, a rain bomb, as some people call them, and in some cases, kind of an airborne tsunami. And you get enormous amounts uh, of rain, also snow if the conditions 
uh, are cold enough. And th that same heat also pulls the moisture out of the first meter of soil. So the, the droughts take hold more quickly and last longer. So you get both more droughts and more floods and mudslides. Anywhere you look all around the world, uh, the extreme weather is happening. Can we expect more of this in future? Is it going to get worse? What happens next? With well, the scientists have warned us that as bad as these extreme weather events are now, they're nothing compared to what we could experience in the future if we don't stop using the sky as an open sewer for all this heat-trapping pollution. So what gives you hope that we will do that? Well, the, the, the hope I feel uh, is based in part on the amazing progress that scientists and technologists uh, ha have made in developing alternatives to the burning of fossil fuel, uh, electric vehicles in place of internal combustion engines, regenerative agriculture that puts more CO2 back into the soil and uh, the, the vegetation, sustainable forestry to protect the forest areas, protection of the oceans. We have seen the solutions emerge almost like the development of vaccines in record time. We've seen science and technology give us solutions for the climate crisis in record time. But just as with the vaccines, we've got to deploy them and we've got to, we've got to straighten out our political dysfunctions in order to, spread, to deploy them all around the world. We are one world ecologically in terms of the pandemic threat, certainly in terms of the climate crisis, and, and we have to deploy these solutions worldwide. Well, thank you for joining us, former Vice President Al Gore. Thank you.